You have tuned in to the Lee Brothers radio program. Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. It is 2022. Glad to be with you. Northam, he mocks drivers on I-95. I think he left Tim Kane out of that one. Mark Warner's upset about January 6th. We'll share that with you. It'd be fun. And do you prefer liberty or security? That is the COVID debate, and that is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio. As the Founding Fathers intended, the Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left is starting the new year absent. How dare he? Had a uh, medical condition today, of all days. He's been doing great. In fact, this morning we were talking about how great he was doing, and he had a great run through the holidays. And then he's absent. Prayers for Richard Lee, starting off 2022. Up and running here, outside the capital of the Commonwealth, thank you for another phenomenal, stellar year of the Lee Brothers. That is marking 20, 20 years. As we came on in 2022. I think Richard and I argue about this. Essentially 20 years of uh, broadcasting and uh, six months of me doing it by myself. <laughs> oh, missing Richard Lee. Thank you so much for all the uh, well wishes over the holidays. You can check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. There we are up and running. The links to us, our bios, who we are, and how to find us at Mojo50. Mojo50.com. Excited about the year and about this show coming up. In the next hour, Yunkin really hates the planet. Now, if you don't know who Yunkin is, he's our, he's our, yet, our, our governor-elect. And uh, he will be governor January uh, 15th for sure. And we're excited about that, except he hates the planet. I, I didn't know this. I found out this week when he appointed his cabinet. And you can uh, follow that coming up in the next hour where we cry because there's no bigger fans of the planet than the Lee brothers. And if Yunkin hates the planet, and there's only one planet. I mean, if there's only one planet, then we've got to surely protect this one. And Yunkin is the king of the planet. And whoever his secretary is, surely it will destroy the planet. And we got to talk about that coming up in four new uh, Virginia laws. There is um, a new name for the Redskins. All that uh, and more coming up. Speaking of Yunkin, our governor, some thought he was governor already. During the pileup in I-95 this week, or, or uh, yeah, this week, uh, and you get heard about it everywhere, all, all over our listening od- audience, if you were paying attention to anything on the news, you saw Virginia. It's a really interesting snowstorm because it only impacted Virginia and D.C. That's it. It didn't go north. It didn't go south. It just wiped out Virginia and D.C. and destroyed I-95 
and the left and some on the right. I didn't say right. I meant more conservative left. Blamed Yunkin. And he wasn't even governor. We'll talk about that coming up uh, this hour. We will get to that. All right, Patriots at theleebrothers.com. Patriots at theleebrothers.com. I was struggling this week thinking about all the news again because I took a break, and most of you did. Just take a break. I, you can't deal with it all the time, so you're like, I've had it. I'm not, I'm not going to focus on news in the middle of uh, th- this great holiday, which is really a great escape from reality. So when you come back this week, you, you, you get dialed in. You start to see all the COVID craziness again. And I couldn't help but think where our country is in the start of 2022 and what kind of year this is going to be in regards to liberty or security. And I've had many conversations with people this week about this. And there is, it seems to be a radical shift in our culture towards security over liberty. And what do you mean by that, Scott? You can have both. Um, You can have both to a level. But what we're seeing now is an elimination of freedom for the fake utopia that is promised by the left. And you see this not just in COVID policy. You see this in all policies in government. Almost everything is designed to say, let government do these things for you. You can't handle it. I'm going to give you a certain amount of security, social security money, which, by the way, we now have some people saying you can't get social security number money unless you get vaccinated. Uh, I think it was CNN. Um, what's the guy's name? The um, It's not, uh, the heck is this guy? Coop? Uh, <laughs> You can't help me on this? Well, you don't watch CNN. No one does anyway. Well, here's the clip telling him or talking about how Social Security would be taken away if you're not vaccinated. Do you think the federal government or state governments or the very least federal government should mandate if you want to get on an airplane, you have to be vaccinated. If you want to get uh, Social Security, you need to be vaccinated. If you want to get uh, whatever whatever benefits wow. uh, they give, you need to be vaccinated for. Yeah, is yeah, that something is that the U.S. can and should do? So there, there's the next step. It's exciting. You mean we can restrict people from getting Social Security benefits if they don't get vaccinated? Do you prefer liberty or security? It's a legitimate real question, but I would, I would say that most people today would, be, would vote for security. I will gladly give up my liberty if I can be safe. Most say. And what is safe? Well, it's the government doing everything for you, taking your health care, Scott Lee. Don't you want us to run your health care? Don't you want us to keep you safe? Don't you want a security of a job where someone can't fire you for any reason except your – that used to be the argument, isn't it, from the left? You can't get fired when you, when you have a job. Now they can fire you if you don't get vaccinated according to what the left wants. Benjamin Franklin said this, I think, best when talking about liberty and, and uh, security. Those who can give up essential liberty to obtain a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty or safety. Are we in a culture today that prefers safety over any kind of liberty? Are we willing to give up freedom for the fake promise of safety? Because if the government even gets its way with COVID and does everything, locks everything down, mandates masks, so you can't work unless you're vaccinated, and does all these things, it doesn't guarantee you liberty. It only promises you a version of what could be liberty. And are you willing to give up everything for that? And I am telling you, most people, 
it seems on CNN, C, uh, ABC, CBS do. And most people who go to my daughter's school and who are teachers, and most people who are part of the Democratic Party would gladly give up liberty for freedom, would gladly impose things on their neighbor for the fake promise of some sort of security. Alex de Tocqueville, who came to America to investigate its greatness, came here and realized its greatness was found not in its, its rolling lands or fruitful plains or even in its people. The greatness of America was found behind its pulpits, which were ablaze with righteousness. In other words, America had a firm foundation in which it was uh, underpinning the country. Actually went on to say something else, not about that, but about liberty versus security. I think this could very well be the conversation of 2022. Are we going to be a country that demands liberty or a country that demands a fake promise of security? Here's what de Tocqueville said about this. What good does it do? Now listen, listen closely to this. This is an incredible quote, and I want you to think about it as Tocqueville would say it. What good does it do me, after all, if an ever-watching government authority keeps an eye out to ensure that my pleasures will be tranquil and races ahead of me to ward off all danger, sparing me the need to even think about such things? Is that government authority, even as it removes the smallest thorns from my path, is also an absolute master of my liberty and my life? If it monopolizes vitality, an existence to such a degree that when it languishes, everything around it must also languish. When it sleeps, everything also must sleep. And when it dies, everything must also perish. In other words, unquote, referring to Alex de Tocqueville, something that Jefferson said, that the government can give you everything, it can take it away. If the government trips and stumbles, you, therefore, trip and stumble. Is this the government we want in 2022? Would you prefer liberty or security? It is a legitimate driving principle behind everything that we see this government doing. And the left paints it in such a way that security is what you want. You Lee brothers, you serfs and peasants, you want security from me. I'm empowered to give it to you. You will vote for me and I will have uncontrolled power over you, says OSHA as it, as it debates in front of the Supreme Court this week. I want supreme power to make you safe. You can't be safe on your own. And then when you depend on their safety, you get stuck in a snowstorm on 995 for 24 hours. Coming up, can Biden also order you to be sterilized? If this government is going to protect you and give you security, can they also not only mandate you take a vaccination, but can they mandate that you take two shots that sterilize you for the sake of the planet? That in 60 seconds. The LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. High capacity, fully automatic, large caliber, freedom. Mojo 5 Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. 
Do you want a unique experience, a unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com, 420bourbonbowl.com, 420bourbonbowl, B-O-W-L.com, and tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Scott and Richard Lee, using the men's room their entire lives. The Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. <laughs> the men's rooms, our entire lives. Virginia citizens and American patriots, glad you're with us. Welcome to 2022. Liberty or security. So imagine you're a politician. Do you want liberty from these people or do you want security from these people? Look, the only reason people are going to vote for you is if they feel like you're getting them secure, if you're there to help them. So Democrats will paint this in such a way that you vote for me, I guarantee your Social Security is not going to be done. I guarantee you're getting health care if you do what we say. And I guarantee you all these things the government will provide. Trust us. Turn over all your liberties. Your fear of failure, you don't have that anymore. You can't fail in America. In fact, we're going to mandate even that your employer pay you things that you aren't worth. Virginia just raised the minimum wage to $11 an hour. We'll talk about that in the next hour about the new laws in Virginia. $11? We'll make sure you have security because you can't raise a family on $7. Of course, when no one knows who was making $7 an hour, except for teenagers, most of them were, and they're not raising families. That's not the point. Government's here to help. Government is your security. Forget this liberty stuff. It's in the way. I mean, do you want to fail? What if you did fail? What if you lost your job in your house? That's not acceptable. That is dangerous. We're here to help you. The government will secure you. Forget liberty. If you're arguing for liberty, you're arguing the wrong way in 2022. COVID is here. It could kill you. Sure, the numbers are amazingly on your side. If you're 29 and younger, you got the chance of dying in a traffic accident more than you are of COVID. But that's not what you're told. The government's got to help you. We're going to secure you, not give you liberty. We're going to give you security. What else? If Joe Biden gets his way, and he's working hard at the Supreme Court, OSHA's arguing, I can do whatever I want, and Biden says the same thing, can they actually order your employer to make sure you are sterilized? Oh, that's ridiculous, Scott Lee. Well, they're ordering the employer to make sure you're vaccinated under the guise of public health. Political pressure must be applied immediately to induce the United States government to assume its responsibility to halt the growth of the American population. That's from a book written by John Holdren. Says it's the growth population is dangerous, and if America doesn't get its eyes around this, then it's going to hurt everyone. It's for the greater good. Holdren goes on to say in his book, once growth is halted, the government should undertake the influence of the birth rate so the population is reduced to its optimum size and maintained there. How could the United States government carry out 
this alleged responsibility to halt the growth of the American population, and you don't think that's possible? If COVID vaccine requirements become so normal that you got to carry a card everywhere, this is training you to get used to this. And then it's the next step. It's for the greater good, Scott, you got vaccinated. The greater good, you say, well, all that's out the window now. Well, yeah, it is. It doesn't matter, though. It's still the same thing. Sure, Whoopi Goldberg was surprised she got COVID because she did everything right. And, and Geraldo Rivera apologized on Fox News because he got COVID and he had made quite the case that he couldn't. But that's irrelevant. It's still for the greater good. You ought to get the injection. If you don't, we'll fire you. The government will scoop in and make sure everyone's secure in that way. You don't think they can do it? For the sake of the planet? Suppose, for example, America was able to develop the technology to sterilize someone simply by giving them two shots in the arm three weeks apart. Could some future president, given the environmental threat to our planet that some scientists think is driven by population growth, order that every American who has two or more children get two shots? Is that so crazy far-fetched? I don't know that it is. If you train enough people, and by the way, we have mass hypnotic gnosis right now with, without question, it is possible. This is coming from a great article in the Daily Signal that gives us great perspective on this. The United States does not have the unilateral authority to order any American undergo a medical procedure. Or do they? by force of culture, by force of employment, of force by... Could you imagine if COVID is so bad and dangerous and evil, how bad is climate change? Scott Lee, no one's saying that. There's no one out there making that case. Not a single person except a professor at Cambridge University who wrote a paper essentially saying and arguing that society must prioritize climate action over democratic principles and adopt authoritarian government in society fails to politically act on climate change. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, that's just a political professor. Actually, he goes on. He says this, quote, is authoritarian power ever legitimate? Well, it is now with COVID, but that's a dangerous situation. But he goes on to say this, quote, a salient example, this is COVID-19 pandemic during which severe limitations on free movement and association have become legitimate techniques of government. Climate change poses an even greater threat to public safety. Consequently, I argue legitimacy may require a similar authoritarian approach. Right now, it's just a shot for COVID. Next, you've been trained to accept it. The government has a right to inject things in your arm now. It's for the sake of the planet. It's climate change, Scott. Authoritarian is needed. The government must make these decisions for you. It's not about liberty, as Fauci has argued. It's not about freedom, as even Ralph Northam has said. It's about security, and that comes first. It comes over your liberty. Now, sure, the founders missed that and all the Constitution and the Declaration. They missed all that. They left out the emergency powers for COVID and other illnesses, although they were impacted by smallpox and other things. They still didn't catch on to how to really deal with stupid humans and us sheep and serfs and peasants. 
need a heavy hand of government, authoritarian hand of government to say the climate has to be fixed by you limiting birth of people. Two shots, three weeks apart. You've already suckered into it. It's all good. All right, in 60 seconds, there is some good news. Yunkin and Jason Miares are going to be in charge in two weeks. Actually, a little less than two weeks. And they are saying no more mandates. That in 60 seconds. LeeBrothers.com. LeeBrothers.com. The Radio Revolution. Mojo Five O. Do you want a unique experience? A unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. There should only be one government mandate. A weekly dose of the Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. Should be mandated. Just a dose. A weekly dose of the Lee Brothers. Good for you. Good for the cause of freedom and liberty. Pronounced here every week on Mojo50 Radio. Welcome to 2022. Is it going to be better, you think? I'd say it'd be better when we be it really, truly, as a country, say uh, we embrace liberty over security. That's hard. The older we get, the more we desire security versus liberty. And uh, there was always a small amount of people in the country that were the ones who rallied for liberty and kept it going. And where are those people that are burning uh, for liberty in such a way that it uh, that it will resonate and be passed on to the next generation. Governor-elect Glenn Youngkin may be one of those. He's going to challenge a mandate that would require nearly every hospital employee in the country in the, in the uh, country to be vaccinated against COVID following a campaign promise. Youngkin's campaign announced Friday that he and Attorney General Jason Mieres will seek to cancel an order from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, which require any healthcare facility that accepts Medicare and Medicaid to vaccinate its employees. And thank you. With This has become ridiculous. Remember when uh, Rachel Madcow started this whole thing? Here's, here's what she said just at the end of the year last year. That the virus stops with every vaccinated person. Oops. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them, the virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. Oops, <laughs> sorry. Maybe wrong on this. It cannot use a vaccinated person as a host to go get more people. That means <laughs> the vaccines will get us to the end of this. Hmm, small mistake there. Yeah, that's what was told to us every single day 
in 2020, 2021, every single day. The vaccines, yet. Well, now we know that's not true. So what are we doing with these mandates? And Yunkin and Jason Mieres are doing the right thing. This is ridiculous to fire people when they desperately need people. It's wrong to do that. So the Supreme Court is hearing these, uh, this case this week. Heard it, uh, in fact, Friday. And they uh, went through the details of it. It looks like the liberals, the three liberals on the court, are all for the mandate. OSHA ought to destroy human lives. Well, COVID does already, Scott. Okay, it, what is it, 99.4% survival rate, but we're going to destroy the workforce, completely destroy it. And the three Supreme Court judges appear to be in the favor of OSHA just walking in and doing this. A total authoritarian power grab. Security over liberty. Security over liberty. Sotomayor, who might be the, can I say this with respect, the dumbest Supreme Court, said we have over 100,000 children, which we've never had before in the hospitals in serious condition, many on ventilators. It's simply not true. That is not true. How does the Supreme Court justice get away with that? How do you get away with saying something that is absolutely 100% false? For a re- for, to, and say it to win. Unbelievable to me. I, I do not follow it. It's embarrassing, and someone should call her out on it. Nobody will. All right, coming up. Yunkin was blamed for I-95 draft. It's hilarious. And Ralph Northam completely freaks out. Completely freaks out. I can't wait to share that with you. Check us out at LeeBrothers.com or LeeBrothers.com. You're listening to the Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. Yep. We built this city on rock and roll. Built this city. We built it on liberty, not security. We built this city on rock and roll. Just outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia in 2022. The Lee Brothers, Virginia Citizen American Patriots. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host. My friend and my brother sitting to my left, sometimes my far left, is Richard Lee. He is uh, actually uh, recovering and trying to uh, get better. He was supposed to be here and just poof. He uh, he had something hit him and uh, not here. So covet your prayers for Richard again this year in 2022. Check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. There's a great um, a great COVID uh, interview there from Rogan. And I know many of you have heard about his podcast, Joe Rogan. It's unbelievable. It's some of the most jaw-dropping things that are said. Check that out at theleebrothers.com. And Freedom versus Security. There's a great video there from PragerU. I, I trust that you will go there and check it out. Theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to talk about Yunkin hating the planet. I, I you know what anybody who hates the planet, I, they must have another one somewhere. I'm sure of it. Okay, no one would just hate the planet for the sake of hating the planet. What's the hate about it? It's a great planet. It's got trees and water. You get boats. It's phenomenal. But uh, in this case, many people think Yunkin hates the planet. We'll talk about that coming up in the next hour. But first, the um, if you're listening on uh, Mojo Five O, you admit, you know I don't know if you live in Virginia. Maybe you do, and if you don't, you should. It's a phenomenal place to be. Except last week, if you were on I-95 between D.C. and Fredericksburg, you would have spent the night in your car. More than a night. Like, 
24 hours. <laughs> it was, I laugh about it, but it was legitimately the most freak out thing. We had people we knew that were stuck in it. It was horrible. It's horrifying. Can't go anywhere. You're, you're literally stuck there, and you're lucky if you have gas. If you're an electric car, I don't know what you do. And electric cars, they go, I don't even know if they would have lasted. I mean, of course, they wouldn't have lasted. If you had a gasoline car, at least you, you, you I understand many of them had full tanks. They lasted the entire time. That would be good. It's the only way to survive it. Um, an Uber driver got stuck in it, and the passenger had to pay $600 to Uber. Imagine that. Now he got his money back, the whole thing. It made, it made a big stink. There was a bread company that that was able to distribute bread down the line of traffic. There was uh, Tim Kane, our U.S. center, tells of a story of a Florida family had oranges and distributed oranges in the middle of the night. So there are a lot of interesting things that happen because of it. But the one thing that was really interesting to happen is the blame game. When you're pol- all you care about is politics, if you're so blinded by politics, then everything has to be blamed on the opposing party. Everything. And I, I try so hard not to do this. And I, and I would Im- implore you not to do this either. I mean, we're going to talk about January 6th here in a second. If the January 6th event would have been a bunch of leftists tearing up the Capitol, we would all went crazy and we should have. Instead, it was a bunch of, I guess, weird people is what I call them, or strange, out-of-control, emotionally deranged people who did it, and I despised it then. But are we so driven by politics that even Jonah Goldberg, who is a so-called, what is the guy? He's a, I guess he's considered himself a Republican. Jonah Goldberg sent out a tweet as soon as he saw it, and he said, if I was Glenn Youngkin, I'd be flooding the zone to get this I-95 crap fixed. D.C. suburbs are vengeful about this kind of thing. The only difference is, the only thing you do now know is that Youngkin is not the governor. Ralph Northam's the governor. Now, to Jonah Goldberg's defense, he made a mistake and quickly recanted on Twitter. So that wasn't, I'm not blaming him. He just made a, a mistake. But who was he trying to blame? He was trying to say, the governor better get this fixed. So the other tweets were blaming Youngkin also they never recanted. They just tried to delete their stupid tweet, which makes me again say, was that your first reaction on 95? Who can I? No, it wasn't mine. My first reaction wasn't Northam's an idiot. I can't stand this guy. Look what he did. Northam didn't do it. Northam didn't cause the snow to come in and, and all the accidents. I don't, I'm, not my, I'm not quick to blame people like that. Sometimes things happen, and we live in a place where it's called a fallen world, and bad things happen. And not always does someone's fault. I just get, I'm amazed at the mentality of someone to look at, for Yunkin to be blamed for it when he's not even governor. But even if he was, would you blame him? I wasn't blaming Northam. Now, what I begin to do very quickly about 15 hours into this thing is what in the name of Sam Hill is going on? Do we not have a National Guard? Do we? Can we not literally flood the zone with all kinds of people, get the get helicopters, drop food, drag trucks out of the way, get the interstate rolling again. We couldn't do all that stuff. Why not? We couldn't move heaven and earth to do it. I became very frustrated with that, but I certainly wasn't in this blame game. But why are people so quick to point out politics of it? it just it's, it's insane. Now, Ralph Northam, Northam completely uh, finally got hammered on this, and rightfully so, I think, at the end. People are like, why don't you call it the National Guard? Well, we considered it. And then 
we didn't do it. And Tim Kaine was stuck in this thing, and he was tweeting about it, our U.S. senator, which, by the way, I was perfectly comfortable with that. And you want to hear Tim Kaine real quick? Here's what Tim Kaine said about it. Tim Kaine was stuck in the, in, the, in, the, in the muck of it. Here's what he said. Thank you for your uh, kindness and, and humor in following my 27-hour commute from uh, a lot of humor. Uh, Richmond to D.C. yesterday. Um, it, was, it was pretty tough, but I had it a lot better than most. Um, I had a warm coat, and I had a full tank of gas, and there were an awful lot of people around me who were in packed cars, maybe with kids, maybe with seniors, maybe with pets, maybe people with medical conditions running out of gas along the way. So it was a, a miserable experience in some ways, but I also learned some things. And I also had some just really wonderful interactions with people of the kind that you often have when the chips are down, people pull together. And I saw that a lot during that 27 hours. But I was sure happy to get here to D.C. just in time for the Voting Rights Act uh, meeting that I, on Tuesday afternoon that I wanted to make and just in time to take my oldest son out to dinner for his birthday. Nerve tingling. I just... <laughs> Timmy! Ah, oh, there he is. Timmy! So Timmy stuck in the I ninety five traffic, which is um, good thing he got back for the for the vote he said he had to do or whatever it is. I wonder if he had a mask on the whole time. That's why he wears a mask. Um, I have had COVID and I've been vaccinated and I wear a mask. I wear a mask to make other people feel safe. <laughs> By himself in a car, stuck in I ninety five in a snowstorm. I don't know. I don't know how that worked out for him. But uh, anyway, I was. I don't know why I took great pleasure in him being stuck. I, that would be mean. And that would be political, what I just made fun of. But something made me feel better about it. Here is uh, Ralph Northam interviewed by uh, Matt Demline. Matt Demline was with us at WRVA Radio here in Richmond. I remember Matt. Matt was a great, great kid. Uh, I always Matt would always come in our studio and be extremely nice to us. He would talk to us. Um, he would even joke around with us. I never saw a political stant, a political slant in Matt Demline at WRVA. So Matt Demline is interviewing Ralph Northam about what happened. He actually was interviewing him about something else, and it came up. I want you to hear Ralph Northam, who is a fan of government, who never met government and couldn't do more, who always made fun of you if you didn't like government. You are being selfish. Yeah, he always did that stuff. Ralph Northam is a king of government and what it can do. Now he's being upheld. He's being held to the fire on it because where was government, Ralphie? Where was government to save the people in '95? Here's how it went down. Anything new with the 95 response, anything new in regards to determining what went wrong and, and uh, what happened with the huge backup there? Well, Matt, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just tell you right off the bat. I okay, first of all, it's a legitimate question. Matt's a reporter. Great question. I like Matt a lot, like I said. And listen to Ralph here. He doesn't just take it nicely. He's upset about it. Well, Matt, I'm going to, I'm going to just tell you right off the bat. I don't, I don't know why you're sitting there saying what went wrong. <laughs> Are you serious? I don't know why you're sitting there saying that. Uh, because something went wrong. You think it went right? I, uh, seriously, you're mad about it. You can take Matt Demline to task on it. One of the nicest guys ever. Not political at all. Just doing his job. Start over. Here we go. Off the bat, I don't, I don't know why you're sitting there saying what went wrong. I mean, this was a storm that we haven't seen for a long time. Um, it started with rain. It then turned into a slushy snow of 8 to 10 inches, more than was predicted. And then after midnight, it turned into essentially a, an ice rink. All right, first of all, that's important what he just said there. He said he hadn't seen anything like it. It started at rain. It got 8 to 10 more inches than they thought. That's an interesting statement. 
So what he's saying is he wasn't sure about the weather. Remember that as we finish this. Remember, he's not sure about the weather. That was his excuse. Uh, and I hate to vent on you right now, Matt, but I am getting sick and tired. Sick and of tired. People talking about what went wrong. Everybody's home safe, and uh, <laughs> I, I'm proud of the way Virginia responded. To really? Um, why don't you start- now listen to this? This is where it gets really interesting. By the way, he's proud how Virginia responded. He's a laughing stock, essentially. It was like, how could you get people stuck for 24 hours? 24 hours. You couldn't get any cars moved in that amount of time. That's embarrassing. And Ralph Northam. I don't want to blame you for things, but your response like this is to say, well, we didn't know about the weather. We weren't sure about the weather, uh, all those type of things. But then listen to this. Um, why don't you start asking some of these individuals that were out on the highway for hours? One, did you know about the storm? Uh, two, you did. why did you feel it was so important to drive through uh, such a snowstorm? And and three, in hindsight, do you think maybe you should have stayed home or wherever you were rather than getting out on Interstate 95? I think that would be interesting to hear that side of it. What a condescending, arrogant bureaucrat. Matt Demline, it's the stupid serfs and peasants. You don't know that? They're dumb! They didn't know there was a storm coming? Now I get to recall you to what he said earlier. He said he didn't know a storm was coming. He said, I didn't look. We were confused, Matt. It looked like rain. It looked, we, the, the forecast was, you know, we weren't sure about the forecast. Ralph Northam then blames the drivers on I-95, the, the, the largest freeway highway system in the United States of America, running all the way the entire coast. It happens to go through Virginia. So he's blaming the drivers? Ask them, Matt. Ask the drivers, why were they in the middle of it? Because maybe they were like you, Ralph Northam. They weren't sure of the forecast. What an idiot. By the way, did he call up Tim Kaine and go, what the hell were you doing in the, in the traffic? Did he get mad at his own U.S. senator and say, uh, let me ask you a couple questions, Tim Kaine. Would you have not been driven if you think it got through it again? Did you not check the forecast? We're not listening to my warnings. What an arrogant, condescending bureaucrat. That, that guy, I am so glad he is no longer governor, but he is horrible, horrible. And that kind of statement, poor Matt Denline, deer in the headlights going, what, what did I do here? I, I should call the drivers and say, what were you doing on I-95? They were coming from Florida. I mean, they're, they're driving on Florida thinking, man, I hope this weather isn't that bad. They surely weren't thinking they're going to spend the night in their car because what king of government like Ralph Northam would allow such a thing? So let me just see if I can recap this real quick. Ralph Northam says he doesn't know about the weather, and he's mad that he got asked the question about it. He's a little tired of it, quite frankly. A weatherman from Headline News called him a jackass because he gave him plenty of information, which is hilarious. So Northam goes, not our fault. We're pretty happy with, with the way Virginia handled this. And at the end, he blames you. And Tim Kaine. Of course, he doesn't. I wonder if he realized Tim Kaine was in it. But you're the problem. Just like every government that fails, it is not because government fails. It's because you didn't do something right. An eye-opener for how bureaucrats think. Remember, this is the same guy who, uh, who, who, who mocked you for not getting the vaccination and called you selfish. You are being stuff. selfish? What, what an absolute. Well, to use the weatherman statement, a jackass. 
All right, coming up, uh, <laughs> let's talk about January 6th, shall we? That in 60 seconds. The LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. Standing against intolerable acts. Mojo 5 Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use, this system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into label packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Identifying as lizard men from outer space, but only two days a week. The Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. Lizard men. Oh, there's plenty to celebrate. Ralph Northern's no longer governor. <laughs> oh, it feels so good. Not only is he no longer governor, the Commonwealth of Virginia is now red. Well, it's not red. It voted red. And Yunkin, Winsome Sears, and Jason Mieres. Unbelievable. That feels good. I mean, I must say, if you're going to start a new year and you know that's coming for Virginia, you're in very, very good hands. It's encouraging. So that's good. I mean, you feel good about that, and you should, because what we just heard of Ralph Northam being a total jerk as he leaves, blaming you, upset that he keeps getting asked a question to poor Matt Demline, who's one of the best dudes on the planet. Just a complete, arrogant, pompous. This is, this is politicians, though. They typically are that. They know better than you. And, Scott, it's okay. Just let them know better. They're so much smarter. If you give them more money, they could spend it better than you. This is all about how it works. All right, January 6th was the big talk this week. Oh, it's January 6th. It lines up there with Pearl Harbor and 9-11, according to our vice president, which is just ridiculous. I can't believe it. even you get away with that. Now, I will say... That January 6th, there's not a single person I know, nobody, that was pleased with what happened on January 6th. Nobody. I remember when it happened. I forget where I was. I was somewhere. Someone called me and goes, hey, you see what's going on in the Capitol? I said, no, I haven't seen it. I, I, tuned, I was livid. This is ridiculous. How can it happen? How do we allow this to happen? It's unbelievable. You're, you're mad. You see people breaking windows and doing things. You're like, this is unbelievable. Now, the Democrats and the government have turned this into the biggest insurrection ever when it's the most unplanned, horrible insurrection of all time. They had no weapons. I mean, it's like they didn't even know. You got, you got old ladies walking into the Capitol building, doors held open by security guards, 
taking a selfie picture. So I don't think it was as bad as the left is telling us. The outrage is by every single American. I don't know anyone that's not outraged by what happened. But then to turn it into this is unbelievable to me. Here's Mark Warner. Uh, He came to the closest microphone and said this. Today marks the anniversary of one of the darkest days in American history. Is it? Is it one of the darkest days in America? Do you know American history? This is one of the darkest days? Was it one of the darkest days in American history when the president was moved to a bunker after White House fence was breached by a bunch of leftists? Was it one of the darkest days in American history when the climate change activists breached the Interior Department on October 14, 2021? Was it? Was it one of the darkest days? Was it one of the darkest days when the Portland Federal Courthouse was overtaken by violence? Or the or Texas Capitol? Or was it the darkest days ever, Mark Warner, when the Supreme Court of the United States police lines were breached and the Senate overwhelmed by anti-Kavanaugh terrorists? who probably are all sitting at home right now with their feet up. Darkest day in history. It's a crappy day. It was horrible. It should have never happened. And and I understand that there was a call for the National Guard to be there, and it was never lived up by Nancy Pelosi. Why do we have doors held open by security guards and these people flooding it? There's so many question marks about it. It was an awful day, but was it the darkest in American history? It's the anniversary of one of the darkest days in American history. A year ago, on January 6th, a mob of insurrectionists egged on by Donald Trump tried... He said peacefully, in case you don't... Go, go listen to the speech right there in D.C. and listen to what he said. He didn't say go break things and hurt people. He said, we're going to peacefully march over here, and we're going to protest what's going on. That's it. Peacefully. Mark Warner calls this an insurgency, and he continues. Overturn the results of a presidential election in the United States. It's remarkable that a year later, uh, many Americans refused to acknowledge what happened that day. Who? Who? I can't stand this hyperbole, uh, draw a fake straw man line in the sand that does not exist. Who's he talking about here? Listen to how he just, Uh, in his voice, voice, he's like, I'm going to set myself up so above everyone. And he just says it with such passion. uh, Many Americans... Refused to acknowledge what happened that day. Refused to acknowledge it? What are you talking about? Everybody acknowledge it. They're just not saying it's the worst thing in American history, sir. And that's ridiculous. Maybe you ought to go worry about baseball. Uh, is, um, is minor league baseball. You know, or, or go worry about meat and fish. Fresh fruits and vegetables, um, uh, meat and fish. Or go tell me the private sector doesn't work anymore. The private market, it just doesn't work. This is Mark Warner. I'm surprised he even noticed January 6th. Is happening. He's a wealthy guy worried about baseball and meat and fish in the hands of every American and a, and a bowl of soup, I guess, and telling us that the private sector doesn't work. Only he knows what works. This arrogant, condescending view, sitting in his little office, telling us how January 6th is one of the worst things to ever happen in American history, and people don't even know it happened. I mean, it's just stupid. Very frustrating, very maddening. All right, coming up in just a few seconds, if we might. The, um, th- this Mark Warner and this Tim Kaine object to the new congressional lines because the congressmen are women. I can't, I, I can't make it up. That in 60 seconds, LeeBrothers.com. 
I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me mojo or give me death. Mojo 5-0. Do you want a unique experience? A unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Need a vaccine passport? We got your passport right here. The Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. <laughs> got your passport right here. We prefer liberty than over security. Or at least fake you scaredy. That's right, baby. Lee Brothers outside the Capitol. Welcome to 2022. So Richard Lee is uh, not here. He's uh, actually wide open. I mean, in great spirits the entire week. And then, boom, on the way to the hospital. (laughs) He'll be okay. He's just getting some things checked out. Thanks for your concerns about Richard and prayers for Richard Lee again in 2022. Mark Warner and Tim Kane have written to the Virginia Supreme Court to say that its proposed constitutional uh, map drawing of the congressional districts have a heavy weight of change on the three women in the Virginia delegation. Here's the quote. Although the proposed map makes some changes to each of Virginia's 11 congressional districts, the most impactful geographical changes occur in the three districts currently represented by women. So, then he goes on, I believe it's possible to spread the burden of changing district lines across the entire delegation rather than asking the women to shoulder the disproportionate burden? You mean Warner and Kane? You think the Supreme Court said, ah, these three women. You mean they actually looked at that women districts that were run by congressmen that were women and then readjusted them more harshly. People are so insane. That's ridiculous. So you're suggesting the same thing, that you ought to look at the congressional districts not by who they serve, but who's serving them. So, in other words, you draw them based upon who the congressman is. If it's a woman, she can't be burdened. This is preposterous. Redraw the lines. These are women. We treat them differently. Oh, I didn't know we were supposed to treat women differently. I thought there were no differences between the sexes. But the women shouldn't carry the burden. Why not? Everyone else carries the burden. Mark Warner and Tim Kaine, where's your evidence to suggest that the Supreme Court drew the line against women. How dare you say something like this? This is exactly the problem in the division in our country, to make it sound like the women were targeted because we're such an evil, masculine society. 
It's absurd. There's not a, they didn't draw this because the women were the districts. But they would miss an amazing political statement. These two radical leftist U.S. senators, if they didn't point out that women, there's Congress women that are in these seats that should be treated differently. Hmm. Jeez, we missed that opportunity, didn't we? Preposterous. All right, coming up, Yunkin really does hate the planet. It's unbelievable. New Virginia laws and $52 billion in wasteful spending. Just give the government more money and shut up, Lee Brothers. More dead ahead. The LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. This is the Lee Brothers Radio Program. You have tuned in to the Lee Brothers Radio Program. Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. New Virginia laws in 2022. What if we could ever go a year without new laws? Do they ever repeal laws? That'd be a neat idea. We have a list of $52 billion in wasteful spending. Can't wait to share that with you. And it turns out Yunkin really hates the planet. Did you see his pick for natural resource secretary? Hateful, hateful. That is next. Virginia Citizens. An American Patriot's the only two-headed talk show outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Richard Lee is uh, my friend. He's my co-host. He's my brother. He sits to my left, sometimes my far left. He's not here. Cover your prayers as he is uh, meeting with the doctor. All will be fine. He's just uh, doing what he can to uh, get here and then end up got distracted so um, please pray for him and continue to uh, keep him in your prayers. And thank you for joining us again in 2022, another year dead ahead of the Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com, Mojo50.com, stronger, better than ever, and some of the best hosts across the country, all at Mojo50. And the LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com, there's a great link to us, a link to the COVID hysteria that's going on, and a great clip from Joe Rogan's um, – podcast unbelievable the lee brothers.com glenn yunkin is going to be governor of the commonwealth of virginia and it's unbelievably rewarding phenomenally rewarding huge fan of uh, what has happened here and he started to make his picks the picks for governor and by the way those are um very important because you never know what could happen uh, if he picks a bad person, because if he picks someone bad, it could mean the destruction of, let's say, the planet. <laughs> I mean, that's how serious these things are. I mean, once you start messing around with picks in the cabinet, you just don't know how bad it could be. He is Ralph Northam. Uh, I'm sorry, boy. There's a slip for you. Uh, Glenn Youngkin 
has uh, announced a Trump EPA chief and former coal lobbyist Andrew Wheeler as his pick for Virginia's next Secretary of Natural and Historic Resources. Natural and Historic Resources. There's an interesting title. What do you do for a living? Well, I am the Secretary of Natural and Historic Resources. So you're, you're running the natural resources. They don't run on their own. They're not natural. Or are they? I don't know which ones are they. And then the historic resources. Oh, well, that, what do you get for that? $50,000? i am sure he makes a, just a beautiful salary for this. I bet you it's in the one fifty, even higher range as the Secretary of Natural and Historical Resources. Now, most people would think, the heck does he do? He can't do anything important. That can't be a big deal. What's the story with that? Virginia needs to uh, needs a diverse energy portfolio, which is why he was picked, according to uh, spokesman for the Youngkin campaign. So there's one of the reasons. Of course, when you're a former coal lobbyist, you are Satan incarnate. You can't be a coal lobbyist and have a job in government. Now, you could be a lobbyist for everything but coal, and be a, but, but it's not allowed. These are, these are bad things that could happen. So Wheeler is a former coal lobbyist, which, by the way, what is a lobbyist? A lobbyist is someone who goes to D.C. on behalf of the industry to help them so they don't get regulated out of business. So all he was doing is saying, coal, which, by the way, powers most of the people listening to my voice, your home, he was lobbying for that. He was saying, hey, look, don't, don't regulate us out of existence here. You know, help us. And uh, that is not acceptable in today's culture. You, you will be punished for that greatly. So, um, the uh, EPA head of Trump's administration is now running the historic natural resources. And um, he was a lobbyist. I love how the left hates this. So, here's what Mike Town, executive director of the Virginia League of Conservation Voters, so he's worried about the environment, says. This is hands down the most extreme nomination for environmental post in Virginia's history. Wow. Maybe because the post didn't exist very long. It's not a very old. I mean, granted, uh, I, I doubt um, Patrick Henry, when he was governor, had a uh, natural and historic resources secretary. So it's not really that big a deal. In history, the absolute worst pick that a governor-elect could make. The worst. Why? What do you think Wheeler's going to do? You think he's going to run in there and decimate the planet? What, do you make Virginia dirtier? Here's what Susan Swecker said. She's the, 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 part, the Democratic Party of Virginia chair. Youngkin's pick makes clear that his administration will continue to fail Virginia on climate change as sea levels rise, rain events become more severe, and record-setting temperatures threaten our economy and natural resources. Oh, I didn't know he controlled the weather. I didn't know Andrew Wheeler was that powerful. We got the sea levels are going to rise because of what Wheeler does in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Are you insane? This is about as stupid a statement as this one. If everybody's raising living standards to the point where everybody's got a car and everybody's got air conditioning and everybody's got a big house, uh, well, the planet will boil over. <laughs> that is the best. My gosh, that is a gold 
that is a gold statement from anybody in public office because it just shows the absolute idiocy of this entire environmental crap, entire thing. So Wheeler is going to control the sea levels, the rain, and record-setting temperatures because now this coal lobbyist is running the natural historical resources. I don't even know what that does. Does anyone know what they even do? Is he going to go throw trash in the ocean? Scott Cervell is a Democrat from Fairfax. I'm sure he's got great things to say. Here's what he said. I think a lot of our members are going to have a very serious concerns. I would think any Republican member who's in any kind of competitive suburban seat would really think twice about voting for someone like him. The planet's at risk here. I added that, by the way, not, not him. This is so serious that a congressman sent a letter to Yunkin and to the majority leaders and saying, this has to stop. We must do something. Here's what uh, Donald McEachin said, a member of Congress. Mr. Wheeler is an important, or uh, he has shown a callous disregard for climate protections and environmental justice priorities. In other words, he's not a liberal. And he should he become governor-elect Youngkin's secretary of natural resources, would threaten the progress Virginia has made in these areas. I doubt it. I bet you he shows up for four years, no one even notices. I bet the sea levels don't change. I bet nothing changes because Wheeler's there. But if you want pure panic and antagonistic craziness surrounding it, then you got it because the left can't stand that he was a coal lobbyist. Isn't this fun? The whole time, the whole time I thought Youngkin liked the planet. It turns out he hates it. All right, in 60 seconds, uh, there's one group who spent $10 million to save the planet. One company, can't wait to share you in 60 seconds. LeeBrothers.com, LeeBrothers.com. High capacity, fully automatic, large caliber, freedom. Mojo 5 Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you want a unique experience, a unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com, 420 bourbonbowl.com 420bourbonbowl.com and tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Scott and Richard Lee using the men's room their entire lives. The Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com Entire life. Never was a question. I never, never questioned bathrooms. Neither did Richard. Why would you? Unless you're told to. Isn't that funny? I think that's a breakdown of civilization. Maybe 2022 will change that. Maybe we'll wake up to finally realize that, you know what? There are genders. Civilization was based on men's rooms and women's rooms. If you get rid of that, I mean, I guess civilization just crumbles into the dust. Why wouldn't it? Patagonia. I think that's how you say this company. Is that Patagonia? Had uh, $10 million in sales on Black Friday. And it's donating every single cent 
to save the planet. <laughs> but we only have one planet, Scott. I'm sorry. We, we only have one planet. You're right. Thank God there's companies like this. I mean, without Patagonia, we wouldn't, there would be no planet. Where, what are they doing $10 million? What are they going to do with it? They're going to give it to certain environmental charities, environmental groups. Then what, what's going to happen there? They're going to, what are they going to do with it? They're going to lobby for more regulation, destabilization of energy, get rid of coal, get rid of everything that works, including gas, and make our lives more expensive and horrible. So, thank you, Patagon, for donating $10 million in your mind to save the planet. Let me just tell you something about the planet, if I may. It's uh, perfectly capable of taking care of itself. It, by the way, attacks us. Did you see it attack us last week on I-95? That's an attack on us. Maybe we need environmental protection agency to protect us from the planet. I think the planet's actually mad at us. It's fighting us. And you think we need to protect the planet? It's perfectly able to take care of itself. I wouldn't even worry about it. In fact, I don't worry about it, <laughs> as most people know. By the way, there's not a bigger fan of the planet than Lee Brothers. We're huge fans. Patagonia saw an astonishing $10 million in sales on Black Friday, five times its own ex- expectations, and they think it's because they made a big campaign to say, if you buy from us, we'll donate to the planet. And so the high-end outdoor apparel and uh, a gear, record-breaking haul on that Monday after Black Friday. They're saying the enormous love its customers showed the planet will benefit hundreds of grassroots environmental organizations around the world. I, for one, feel tremendously better because I know this will stop sea rise. This will stop everything. That, that big storm it came through, it stops that. There, there, when we didn't have cars and, and coal-fired plants, we didn't have storms. The ocean wasn't rising then. By the way, all that's not true. You know that. You know the ocean's been rising since we measured it. It's been rising forever. And you do know that there's been storms, right? Huge storms, big storms. I mean, done the ton, tons and tons of damages, that kind of storms. So Patagonia can feel good, and they can pat Agonia themselves on the back for uh, the fundraiser to save the earth, the earth, it's a big project, worthy of $10 million. If you don't have $10 million, I don't, I don't know how you could. I mean, $10 million is the limit, easily. Canada's helping. They're going to ban plastic items entirely. And there's nothing like saving the planet, getting rid of plastic items. Environmental Minister Stephen Gulbolt published draft regulations this week outlining how Canada will ban the manufacture, sale, and import of plastic items grocery bags, and styrofoam takeout containers, along with plastic cutlery, which is silverware, that's plastic, Uh, stir sticks, stir sticks, straws, the dreaded plastic straw, and six-pack rings by the end of next year. Now, this is folly to its highest level. Folly. But, But there's a reason why we have these things. There's a reason why, as a society, we have stir sticks, straws, six-pack rings, uh, plastic wear. There's a reason why. Because it works. What else are we going to do? Use our fingers? Yeah, we're, we're going to go back to the time we were living in caves where we weren't, no, no impact on anything else. That's just insane. Now, they, again, why can they do this? Because it's for the better good, Scott. 
It's for the planet. I mean, what's wrong with you? Could you you don't like the planet? Why why would you not want to ban these things? These this is they're horrible. They they found in the ocean. Yes, they're found in the ocean because of six cesspool countries dumping their crap in the ocean, neither of which is the United States of America or Canada. I think we take a pretty good care of our recycling and do a pretty good job with it. Goes on to say this ban is only part of the story because what isn't being banned has got to be recycled. Standards for plastic to make them easy to recycle as well as requirement that half of all plastic packaging must be made of recycled material are also coming. So that means what? Massive high cost of things. But again, I've missed the point, haven't I? It's for the sake of the planet. What in the name of Sam Hill's wrong with you, Scott? There's a planet at risk here. The Sierra Club has chimed in from Canada. They also want to see more banned. We also need to expand this ban, include all unnecessary items of single plastic use. Oh, like plastic water bottles, I would think. And we expect the list uh, to be expanded into the new year. Expects the list. We're going we're gonna to expect that list to be expanded. It better be. It better be expanded. Uh, Arlington Schools, right here in Virginia, up in the uh, D.C. area, is likely to abolish graded homework. You can't grade homework anymore. Now, their theory, their reasoning, is because of equity. <laughs> I know. Oh, my gosh. All right, so uh, Arlington County Public School is likely to abolish grades for homework. Arlington is also considering letting students have unlisted uh, or unlimited redos and retakes on assignments they fail. And why not? Why hold any kids? Why do we hold any standards of any kind for anything? Why does it even matter? In fact, why even go to school? It's all pure indoctrination. Uh, Reagan, my my, uh, junior high school daughter here in Richmond, has told me two stories this week. They're back in school for the first time right after the holidays. And the first class they had was a teacher telling everybody in there how selfish people are if they're not vaccinated. Uh, these are kids. These are, you know, 16, 17-year-old kids who have a chance of dying from COVID uh, at the same level that dying in a swimming pool accident. So she's shaming the kids. And it turned out to be a huge class about COVID. Everybody in the class essentially is mocking. That's a great division of our country. Thank you, Joe Biden. Uh, that's education for you. And then uh, just the other day, she called and said, I can't, I can't do this anymore. These, these students and teachers are whacked. They had a huge class about gender and feminism. Uh, I, I look forward to hearing more about that. Were they arguing that gender doesn't exist? Were they arguing that the only good gender's a, a female? I don't know what they were arguing, but enough to set her off. And this is the education system. Arlington, Virginia likely to uh, pile on with their stupidness of this and get rid of grades. According to the superintendent of Arlington, which I bet you makes over $200,000 a year. The superintendent in Richmond makes $250,000 a year. They're the smart ones. Stupid kids in classes. Only listen to them. Anyway, um, the superintendent in Arlington School said, we've crafted this based on the feedback academics and school support staff received from the school board to focus on more equitable grading practices. So the school board did this? Equitable grading practice? What is an equ- Grading practices are the same for everyone. Don't the grades, isn't math math, and you get the answer right, it's right or wrong, depending on your color is irrelevant. What is a grading, an equitable grading practice? 
God help us. What in the what is going on? Have we lost our mind collectively across the board on everything? Here's what else they're doing in Arlington. So no late penalties for homework because the proposals say it leads to inaccurate grades as it reflects on the student's behavior and not on the child student achievement. No, it's both. It's actually both. No extra credit will be allowed. Unlimited redos and retakes on assignments. No grading for homework, as the proposal says mistakes are vital to learning. And students are less likely to take risks when they fear they're graded down for making mistakes. Wow. How do we flip that on its head? We can't tell someone they're wrong. It might hurt their feelings. I mean, at least they wouldn't even try. I mean, why do people even try out for sports? They may not make it. We ought to let everyone make the team. At least everyone get a trophy. You know, the trophy participation people. Wow. This is enough to start 22 and shake your head and go, maybe we should go backwards. Well, in fact, we are going backwards as we go forward. All right, more in 60 seconds. TheLeadBrothers.com, TheLeadBrothers.com. The Radio Revolution. Mojo Five O. Do you want a unique experience? A unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl.com. 420bourbonbowl, B-O-W-L.com. And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. There should only be one government mandate. A weekly dose of the Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. A mandate. Mandate it. Mojo50, you get the mandate. All right, check us out, theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. There you'll find a bunch of information that we found uh, quite interesting, and we'd like you to check it out also. One is this freedom versus security. We talked about that in the first hour. It's interesting how people nowadays seem to want to be secure by a government. It's all fake, but they're rather bet on a security from a far-off land surrounded by a beltway run by kings and queens to control the life and their security than themselves. That's security over liberty. You can find that video and the totalitarianism that's coming from it at theleebrothers.com. List of words that should no longer be included or uh, spoke of. Lake Superior State University has released an annual list of words and phrases that need to be banned in 2022. The first one on the list is, wait, what? <laughs> I love this one. People do this all the time. In fact, I do this. I do this. I say, wait, what? So it's like saying, hang on a second, just stop. And then you have the question like, what? Repeat that. That is a no-no, according to Lake Superior State University. This is a word you should... Uh, a phrase you should do away with. Uh, Number two on the list, no worries. Yeah, I hate that one. I do hate that one. No worries. Well, I'm not worrying. I'm making a statement, and I'm not worrying about it. I'm just letting you know, okay, no worries. So it's not a big deal. Got it. 
This is this one drives me crazy. Number three, at the end of the day, everyone says that. Everyone at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's five o'clock. You go out and pour yourself a drink at the end of the day, but that's not how people use it. At the end of the day, it really comes down to this, and it's always a smart person that says it in the room. At the end of the day, and that same person, by the way, will say the next statement. <laughs> that being said, just say therefore. It sounds better. You sound smarter than that being said. And it's almost like you're saying that being said is like no, no offense. <laughs> no offense or that being said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to contradict it and counter it. Um, the next one is asking for a friend. Now, this it's always a joke when people say that. And every time, I've never heard anyone say it that really meant it, asking for a friend. It's, it's kind of a joke. I don't have a problem with that. Circle back. Now, this one drives me crazy, too. This should be banned. Circle back. Lake Superior State University released the, a list of words. One of them shouldn't say is circle back. And that was because of, uh, what's her name? The, the White House um, uh, press secretary. Deep dive is another one. This is always the case. New normal. You're on mute. You're on mute. Supply chain. Supply chain. These are the list of the 10 words or phrases that should no longer be used. These join past inductees such as bromance, I know, right, and social distancing. So a lot of this is COVID crap is what this is. COVID will never leave us. It's even infected our vocabulary. It's impacted our lungs and our ability to speak. It's a crime foisted upon mankind. All right, coming up, I do want to share with you um, the new laws in Virginia. One of them is directly tied to employment. And we had 14 million people leave the workforce in November. And a lot of that can be directly tied to a policy that the Democrats put in place in Virginia that you'll see will be very harmful to the cause of freedom and liberty. But you want security. That's right. I forgot. All right. Check us out at theleebrothers.com. Theleebrothers.com. You're listening to the Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. In the Commonwealth, baby. We built this city on rock and roll. Just after the bottom of the hour, outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee, my coach, my friend and my brother. Sitting to my left. Sometimes my far left is Richard Lee. He is... uh, not here. He's not feeling well, and he'll be back here next week as we continue through the 2022 year of changes. It's a year of liberty, I will call it. Liberty versus security, and we'd like you to embrace liberty because that's where it all starts and actually will all end. Uh, check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. There's a great COVID interview, um, Joe Rogan, uh, one of the great podcasters on that. It's unbelievable. It's actually jaw-dropping uh, startling things that happen. It's a two and a half hour interview. You can actually speed it up and listen at twice the speed. So it won't take it that long, but it's very, very, very good. 
LeeBrothers.com. Also, freedom versus security, what we've been talking about this hour, and uh, totalitarianism, what that looks like, kind of scary stuff. And um, 96% of the COVID cases in Germany are all vaccinated people. Those stats are all there at the LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. All right, and uh, in Virginia, we have a part-time legislature. It's got, in fact, it's getting ready to go in session here in January, and it goes for six weeks, and then it comes back in the fall for next six weeks. And during those six weeks, we get like uh, 6,000 bills, new laws that we want to add, and we end up voting on maybe 3,000 of them, and then we end up getting uh, probably 1,000 more added. Added! We're an over-regulated society, must I say. Over over um, laws, it's just ridiculous how many we have. No one ever repeals them. I, I, I've always had a statement. For every law you implement, you must remove two. Now, uh, Governor McDonald did this, but he did it by regulations. For every regulation you instituted, you had to take two away, which I thought was great. And I'll be that way with uh, tax increases. Every tax increase you have, you had to have two that you decrease taxes on, something but the government doesn't think that way. Politicians don't think that way. No politician goes to remove laws to expand freedom. They go to restrict it, make laws. Some constituent came up and said, can you believe this? We need a law. Because that's the answer to everything. The answer to everything, according to the serfs and peasants, is a law. The government must do something. Not you. Not you have the ability to do something, but the government must do something. In this case, the government did something. We're starting 2022 with new laws. Bunch of them. Uh... We have a new election law, which only means that we move the primary to a certain time. We have animal cruelty law. It's another law which bans the use of animals for cosmetic testing in Virginia. It goes into effect, um, and now you cannot test on animals, which means you got tested on you, so just get ready for that. The DMV, this is preposterous. The DMV can issue what's called identification privilege cards to illegal aliens. What's the difference? Just give them a driver's license. We're done with this. We're never going to get control of our border. People can run our country illegally, be here. We have no idea who they are, what they're doing. They break every law we have. We do nothing. Now we're going to give them an idea. It's compassion, Scott. How many of you feel compassion out there? You feel compassion? Yeah, I feel compassion for that too. Uh, other laws include um, the law will lead to changes where you can buy your alcohol. ABC stores will no, will longer sell low-alcohol beverage coolers. Okay. Who cares? Um, criminal history. This is really interesting. It's funny what the left pushes. There's a law that prohibits public universities and colleges from asking about someone's criminal history during the admissions process or deny them entry based on their criminal history when they find out about it. But they are allowed to ask after someone's been admitted and may rescind their offer if they determine the criminal history poses a threat to the institution or community. It's called, uh, I think it was called like a red flag or some, some box. Check the box. It was called remove the box. So if you've, been, if you've been accused of criminal history, you had a felon, there was a box there, you had to check yes or no, they removed the box. You don't have a right to know that. But we have a right to know your, your vaccination status. But if you're a felon and a criminal and in prison, we have no right to know that. So we're going to fix that. I mean, these are good things. This is what the Democrats did. But one of the most appalling is the minimum wage. The minimum wage has been adjusted here in Virginia starting right now for 2022. The wage goes from $9.50 per hour, which is unbelievably good, I thought, to $11 per hour. That took effect January 1st. So the minimum wage 
is the most, and we've talked about this on the show all the time, but it's, it is a dividing line between the way you think about government and the way you don't. If you believe the government should set a wage, you're directly tied into the leftist party. If you believe the government has no business setting a wage, that that is a negotiation between the employer and the employee, then you're probably more of a free market liberty kind of guy. Um, it's really it's really the dividing line between the two the two parties, uh, but not necessarily because Republicans raise the minimum wage all the time too. They they bite into this stupidness about how it's you know you can't live on it or whatever it might be, or that and there's so many premises that have to take a hold. For example, how does a politician know? Who deserves a wage and who doesn't? I mean, uh, an increase in wages. See, the politician just says everyone does. Well, that's not true. The employer knows who deserves it. And the employer pays based upon that because they pay to keep people. If you want to acknowledge that the government should set wages, then they should set every wage for every job. Why aren't they involved in every detail of that? Don't we have, why, why do we want wage policemen coming around everywhere going, what are you paying this guy? From the federal government or even from the state government? It's so removed from a guy in Waynesboro, Virginia, trying to hire someone to sweep the bathrooms in the, in the restaurant. That guy now has to be paid in Virginia $11 an hour. Now, if the employer has no openings for someone to sweep the floor for $11 an hour, my doubt is or my the, the, my, the facts show that he, they don't, no employer is going to hire someone to sweep the floor. So that job's gone. The people are going to sweep the floor now are the other people, or in fact, the owner himself who can't afford $11 an hour. If the employee comes in or a future employee comes in or someone that wants a job comes in and goes, I need anything. Can I just, can I sweep your floors for $5 an hour? And he's willing to do it. The government says, no, you can't. The government will punish that employer. You cannot negotiate that in the United States of Virginia anymore, and or in America for that matter. Now, you may think that's a good idea, but it's directly related to the reason we have unemployment. You raise the cost of labor, you get less labor. It's expensive to hire people in Virginia. You got to pay them $11 now, you'll have less people. And employers have to either fire someone or let someone go. Now, Ralph Northam spoke out against this. Here's what he said about his minimum wage bill that he signed into law. One year ago, Governor Ralph Northam signed a bill that will gradually raise Virginia's minimum wage from $7.25 an hour to $15 by 2026. It is impossible, impossible for anybody to support themselves, let alone, let alone their families, on $7.25 an hour. Why is that an argument? It's impossible for someone to live a good, comfortable life on $11 an hour. That is never the argument for a government to set the wage. Think about it. That's the argument? You can make that argument about everything. You can make the argument that someone, no one should pay you know, $5 for a thing of milk. It's ridiculous. That'll pay too. So the government ought to subsidize it. There's no end to that. That argument is so illogical and stupid and not even a factor in economy. That's not the role of governments to say, well, can you live on it? <clears throat> well, I don't know. Maybe I can. I, if I can't, can you raise it? Yeah, I'll go make sure everybody raises it. The other part of that is most people who get minimum wage aren't raising a family. And, and you got to start somewhere. Why doesn't, 
we just take the entire pay scale and move it to $50 an hour. That's real. That would be really good for people. Why don't we just do that if it makes sense? The government set a wage. It's a, a stupid argument. Now, that's the governor. How about a congressman? Here's Congressman Elaine Laura. She is in District 2 of Virginia. Here's what she says. 725 is not a living wage. An average two-bedroom house or apartment in this area, it's about $1,200. And so if someone makes $2,400 a month, should half of their pre-tax income go just to put a roof over their head? It's not the role of the minimum wage. This is, again, these are the adults in the room. These are the smart ones, right? They're congressmen. They're governors. They know how the economy works. They know. It's unbelievable what we have done. We've made it harder to hire people in Virginia by raising the minimum wage to 11. It's going to be $15 in 2026. $15 an hour. I suppose in somebody's mind, they can celebrate the government doing that. And what else should the government be doing? What other thing should they be demanding of employers? Oh, we've got it figured out. Healthcare. COVID shots, if you don't do it, you lose your job entirely. The government is involved in every aspect of our lives, from state to federal. It is no longer freedom and liberty. It is security, womb-to-the-tomb coverage by the government. And some of us celebrate it. We feel better that way. Government should set the wages. Employers are mean and evil. That will get you a certain type of country and government. All right, coming up, uh, we are going to talk more about uh, spending $58 billion of wasted pork. we got the list. We'll share it with you in 60 seconds. The LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. Standing against intolerable acts. Mojo Five O. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use. This system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into label packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Identifying as lizard men from outer space, but only two days a week. The Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. Lizard men. Why can't we be lizard men? No reason we can't be. People get to identify whatever they want to be all the time. 
Richard's fond of Lizardmen, that's why. So um, think about think about what your government is doing every day. We're spending a trillion dollars every year more than we bring in. A trillion. I mean, not just a billion, not just a half a billion, not just half a trillion. A trillion dollars more we spend every day. Overspend. The government is on a spending uh, spending uh, spree forever. They always are. They always want to spend more money, more money, more money. And what ends up happening? Well. It's all about their constituents. I got money for you. I got money for this. I got money for all of you. And what happens is the government needs more every year. So you have Biden's administration now wants to raise taxes on everybody. Up to 57% of your income could be taken up in taxes from between state and federal level. No one seems to complain about that. Elon Musk paid $11 billion in taxes, um, and nobody thanked him. Uh, but Biden wants to raise taxes. Why? Well, he doesn't want to raise taxes to lower the deficit, which he always complains about, always says we need to raise taxes to lower it. No, he wants to raise taxes to spend more, which means you're going to need more money again and more money again. And what's the spending on? $52 billion of complete waste is found in Rand Paul's Festivus report. It's it's really unbelievable. Inside this, you'll see that we uh, spent $52 billion on all kinds of waste, including a study on penguins gambling on slot machines. Now, that's that's the most ass... I, I, I actually thought this was a parody when I started to look at this because there can't be a rational human being that would think it's a good idea to spend money on penguins gambling on slot machines. But no, it's, that's, that, that's really happening. Giving kids junk food was a study. Telling citizens of Vietnam not to burn their trash. These are all the kind of things that were found in this $52 million report uh, that Rand Paul put together. It's the uh, Platinum Pig Awards for Wasteful Spending. And uh, it's unbelievable what's in here. That's why you always should ask, what, why, when, when the government wants to raise taxes, you always say, Why? You mean there's no waste in government? What, we're buying $500 hammers? There's no waste in government. Before you ask the citizens of America to live with less, why can't the government ever live with less? Ever. Ever. The government never lives with... Do you understand that? It has never lived with less, ever. And every time we have a tax cut, the left goes absolutely crazy and makes you go crazy and makes you feel bad. And everybody feels bad because someone's going to die because someone's not going to be fed, or something's going to happen because of the tax cut. Or if government had to live with less, what would you do? Now, you and your life would go along fine, but we're told to care about government living with less. So we're forced into this little box. Government cannot live with less. So the government's created this system called baseline budgeting. It's really brilliant. I mean, you ought to be able to go into your employer and negotiate the same thing, quite frankly. Uh, Automatic Increase in pay every single year of 5%, 6%, 7%. Automatic. The government has one across the board on every agency at every level, an automatic baseline budgeting uh, increase in spending. Automatically. And if you cut that, it's called a cut. Never really happened. You're not really not getting that, but it's called a cut. That's unbelievable. Then you got to ask yourself, if the government can't live with less, then we're never going to get over this. But the government should freeze spending right now. Freeze it. Not spend another dime more than they are right now for the next five years. 
I mean, look at your own household. Have you gotten a pay raise in five years? Do you get more money every year automatically? No, but why does the government? Because of the government. We spent $52 billion, and what did that give us? We could have given every person in the world $6.78. You believe that? In one year and eight months of funding for the Department of Energy, the Department of Energy spends $52 billion or more a year? That's one year and eight months of funding for the department. Why is there a Department of Energy? Why do we even have that whole? That's not enumerated. It's not constitutional. The question is, is the $52 billion, before you can go through some of the list, could you have spent the money any better? Could the citizens of America have spent the money any better? Here's why they could have. No matter what the government spent money on, no matter what the federal government spent money on, you and your household could have spent it better and been a better uh, indicator of the economy and how it works. That's, that's what we don't see. That's what no politician says. No politician says, uh... You, you are a good surf and peasant. You can, you can do it better than we can. No politician says that. Oh, well, some have. You know, Barry Goldwater talked a lot about that. Reagan talked about that. There are some. You know, Yunkin talked about a tax cut for those in Virginia. But no one talks about the real shrinking of the federal government. No one ever does. The $52 billion that was wasted. Foreign countries use our aircraft for free for four years. Now, what is... Why? Why are they using our aircraft for free? That's $773 million. U.S. bought Afghan planes that were later thrown away. We bought Afghan planes we threw in the trash. Is that what I'm understanding here with this $52 billion in waste? And by the way, this is the $52 billion you can look at and see here. You don't think there's another $52 billion in waste somewhere? Everything's wasteful. They put new furniture in all these offices every single year. That's wasteful. Do you get new office furniture every year? Of course not. U.S. constructed buildings in Afghanistan left sitting around unused. By the way, that was $2.4 billion. Makes a lot of sense. COVID relief grant for New York City to display its art projects across the city. Wait, COVID gave a grant, the relief money, gave a grant to New York City to display art projects across the city? Why, why is the federal government involved in that? Can someone explain that to me? What's going on here? This is absolutely appalling, absurd, ridiculous. Oh, that's just some of them. Uh, improper CARES Act unemployment insurance payments constructed constructing border wall in the Middle East and North Africa. You heard me correctly. We constructed a border wall in the Middle East and North Africa. Not here. So we're building border walls in other countries, but not our own. Phenomenal. Free trips to Korea for kids who visited D.C., Girding uh, or grinding up ferrets to develop COVID and flu vaccines. That's the most uh, disgusting thing I've ever heard of. Uh, wow, that costs $4.5 million. Tax credit incentivizing California residents to uninstall fireplaces. Federal dollars went to California to convince those in California to uninstall fireplaces. What? Normally, people like fireplaces. Now we're instructing them not to have them and actually give them incentive to uninstall them. Translating books into the Georgian language, not, uh, not the state. Teaching French people about U.S. culture. They can't learn that without us spending money on it. 
Giving irrigation systems to Afghan farmers left unused. Developing a film about dinosaurs to inspire middle schoolers. The federal government spent money on a film about dinosaurs to inspire middle schoolers to do what? Inspire them to go check out dinosaurs? They don't exist anymore. Uh, pigeons playing slot machines. I mentioned that around. Telling people not to burn their trash. I already mentioned that. Funding green energy programs in Africa. What's a green energy program we're funding? We're funding a certain a lot of them here. I bet if we got the whole green thing together and started to look at what was funding with that, we'd realize, holy crap, we're spending a whole lot of money. Um, funding the Wilson Center to put on parties for congressmen. That's great. Studied verified hearing uh, bad news decreases happiness levels. Oh, my gosh. We had a study to verify that hearing bad news decreases happiness levels. Planting trees in New York City. Government paid for students who didn't actually attend those schools. Kids crave junk food and gain weight if they're exposed to it. Getting high schools uh, excited about being airline pilots. Um, Flattening eels for human consumption or fattening eels for human consumption. $52 billion wasted, flushed down the toilet. They could have given everyone a check in America for $600 or for six bucks, I think is what it was. Or just, you know, gave it back in taxpayer money or never spend it to begin with. That is your federal government at work. More in 60 seconds. LeeBrothers.com. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me mojo or give me death. Mojo Five O. Do you want a unique experience? A unique smoking experience infused with bourbon? Try the 420 Bourbon Bowl. It's made in America from recycled bourbon barrels. This unique pipe promises a smooth and one-of-a-kind experience. Each bowl is straight from the great white oak tree and offers unique customization and flair. Try it today, the original 420 Bourbon Bowl. Find it and its list of products at 420bourbonbowl.com. 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 And tell them you heard it on Mojo Radio. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Need a vaccine passport? We got your passport right here. The Lee Brothers on Mojo50.com. That is a wrap of the radio program. Sans Richard, first of the year. Thank you so much for listening and being a part of the radio program. Uh, the COVID relief money that was sent to every single American, the Republicans put in that bill that it shouldn't go to murderers. The Democrats ignored it and said, I'll share it. It it goes their way. So it turns out the Boston bomber got $1,400 of COVID relief stimulus payment. Why would he get any money for COVID? What did he do? Was he at a job somewhere that the COVID... This is what the problem with government. Throwing money away like this. COVID relief fund just sent checks to every American. We wonder why we can't get employment. Unbelievable. Now the Boston bomber, marathon bomber, gets a stimulus check. You feel good about that? Blame the Democrats. They did that. They did that. All right, in honor of Doc Thompson, who founded Mojo Five O Radio, was a friend of ours here at WRVA in Richmond, Virginia, ended every one of his shows by what did we learn today? 
So in honor of Doc, real quick, what did we learn today? The number one thing we learned is that Ralph Northam is a freak. Here's what he said about 95. Again, a recap. What did we learn today? Anything new with the 95 response, anything new in regards to determining what went wrong and, and, and uh, what happened with the huge backup there? Well, Matt, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just tell you right off the bat, I don't, I don't know why you're sitting there saying what went wrong. Jerk. I mean, this was a storm that we haven't seen for a long time. Jerk. Um, it started with Not rain. True. It then turned into it. a slushy snow of Look 8 to 10 inches, more than was predicted. And then after midnight, it turned into essentially a, an ice rink. Uh, and I hate to vent on you right now, Matt, but I am getting sick and tired of people talking about what. <laughs> oh, he's sick and tired of being governor. Thank God he won't be much longer out of here. And he should be with that attitude against you. And he went on to blame you, the driver. You didn't know the weather was going to be bad. He just said he didn't know the weather was be bad. He was expecting you to know. And Tim Kane was stuck in it. All right, check us out at theleebrothers.com. And if, by the way, you love changing hearts and minds for the cause of freedom and liberty, join us again here next week mojo50.com mojo my friends we did it we weren't just marking time we made a difference we made the city stronger we made the city freer and we left her in good hands all in all not bad not bad at all and so bye god bless you and god bless the united states of america <laughs>